Good morning. Good morning. Today is the 27th, uh, Thursday, and it is currently 54 degrees in Stockbridge, cloudy, and the forecast is heavy thunderstorms and high of 64 today. Um, if you noticed, I'm here, uh, got my office set up now at the church, got all my desk and everything moved over. Now I just need to put all the stuff uh, that goes in it. Um, anyway, let's pray and we'll get into the lesson. Heavenly Father, uh, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for breathing air into our lungs, Lord, just uh, giving us life. And Father, we just ask that you guide us right now as we get into this lesson. Lord, that you would uh, provide for our needs today as you always do. Lord, forgive us. Lead us not into temptation, Lord. Help us to forgive. And uh, Father, just fill us with your spirit right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, godly sincerity concerning God's word. And we got 2 Corinthians chapter 2 again. We're going to have this one memorized before long. For I made up my mind not to make another painful visit to you. For if I cause you pain, who is there to make me glad but the one whom I have pained? And I wrote as I did. So that when I came, I might not suffer pain from those who should have made me rejoice. For I felt sure of all of you, that my joy would be the joy of you all. For I wrote to you out of much affliction and anguish of heart with many tears, not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. Now, if anyone has caused pain, he has caused it not to me, but in some measure, not to put it too severely, but all of you. For such as one is this punishment by the majority is enough. So you should rather turn to forgive and comfort him, or he may be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. So I beg you to reaffirm your love for him. For this is why I wrote, that I might test you and know whether you are obedient in everything. Everyone whom you forgive, I also forgive indeed. What I have forget, forgiven, I have forgiven. If I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Christ, so that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. When I came to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ, even though a door was open for me in the Lord, my spirit was not at rest because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I took leave of them and went on to Macedonia. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and though and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one a fragrance from death to death, to another fragrance from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? For we are not like so many peddlers of God's word, but as men of sincerity, as commissioned by God in the sight of God, we speak in Christ. Godly sincerity concerning God's word. For we are not as so many peddling the word of God, but as sincere, but as of sincerity, but as from God. We speak in the sight of God in Christ. Godly sincerity concerning God's word is another characteristic with which the Lord designs to mark us by his grace. For we are not as so many peddling the word of God. But as of sincerity, we speak in the manner in which we relate to the word of God. It is high priority to our Lord 
In the early church, some were already relating wrongly to God's word, peddling the word of God. They were using the scripture for self-gain. The Bible warns us about the temptations people face concerning inappropriate uses of the word. There are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole households teaching things which they ought not for the sake of dishonest gain, Titus 1, 10 and 11. Titus was warned of many of the church world who were rebelling against the message of God's word. They were into the meaningless chatter and religious deception that came from the legalist who loved to coerce people by means of the law. It was necessary that these men be silenced with the truth because they were undetermining, they were undermining the spiritual well-being of entire families. They were teaching things that were biblically unacceptable. Their motivation was the financial advantage they could acquire by peddling deceptions. So many today are tempted to go after the material gain that can be obtained from those who will embrace religious schemes. Paul also warned about others who would be who would be motivated by the power and influence that cleverly distorted message might produce. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, from also among yourselves men who will rise up, speaking perverse things, to draw away the disciples after themselves. True disciples follow the Lord Jesus. Furthermore, a true disciple wants to assist others in their quest to follow Jesus. These deceivers want others to follow them. This threat would be twofold. Ruthless believers would come in from outside the church, also from among yourselves, men with an adulterated message who would arise inside the church. God's sincerity is to characterize our treatment of the scriptures. We are to proclaim the truth, but as of sincerity, but not from God. For we speak in the sight of God in Christ. We are to proclaim the biblical message that is from God and not do not and do it in genuous knowing our God is watching. Lord, I do not want you to be careless in message or dishonest in motives concerning your word. Mark me with godly sincerity regarding the Bible. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. You guys have an amazing day. May the Lord bless you.